This is Voices of Texas, the podcast featuring the most interesting Texans you've never heard of. Recording in Midland, Texas, here is your host, Matthew Hinman. Welcome to Episode 6 of Voices of Texas, the podcast about Texans. I'm glad to have you back to meet another interesting Texan. By way of reminder, if you're able, please support this podcast over at patreon.com slash Voices of Texas. There are contribution levels as little as a dollar per episode. Once again, that's patreon.com slash Voices of Texas. Now, many times we watch movies, television shows, and the like, but we never really pay close attention to the background music during various scenes. But you know, someone had to create that music. Well, my guest today creates a lot of varieties of music for film and television projects, in addition to performing alongside modern jazz greats. And you might have heard his music on television shows like Bizarre Foods or America's Top Model or on television networks like A&E or Oprah. Well, my guest is Stephen Doctor. Welcome to the show, Steve. Hey, howdy. How you doing, Matthew? Great. Steve, you're one of the guys that creates all this music. How did you get your start in recording for television and film? Uh, well, you know, I've always had this idea of composing, and I started off as a guitar player when I was like eight years old, and since then, I've just always loved the idea of creating a lot of that music myself, and, you know, I I didn't have any training, I just did it all myself and stuff, so, you know, with the advent of more, uh, you know, great ideas uh, of technology, I've been able to use those tools, you know, to create what I like, uh, like ambient music, uh, music that is based off of mood, for instance, like, uh, you know, like a lot of TV shows or a lot of film projects, they need different types of moods, you know, like uh, maybe sad, happy, playful, dark, you name it. Um, And that type of music and production has always appealed to me. And so what I did was I I did a ton of research to find out how I could get into that type of uh, business. And um, this was many, many years after I, you know, really honed my craft and learned how to play guitar, learned how to play, you know, various instruments, how to program um you know, drum machines, how to do sequencing of, of music with different tracks, keyboards, percussion, you know, chromatic instruments, all kinds of stuff like that. But I really, really honed in on instrumental music, which to me says a whole lot. Um, nothing to take away from voice or vocals, but I really love instrumental music and creating that's just always been a, a, a muse of mine. Well, now you come from a musical family, and uh, growing up, you you latched on to guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. What uh, what influenced uh, your uh, your desire to produce these different kinds of music? What what really uh, influenced uh, what type of genres you lean to? Uh, you know, well, live when I'm playing solo guitar, I could play anywhere from classical music to uh, uh, nouveau flamenco to jazz and kind of contemporary jazz and doing that type of music, you know, live, I, I, I get a, 
sense of satisfaction from that. And as long as people love it and people like it, you know, that's great. But for me, it's got to appeal to me. And so I, I've always had this, as most guitar players have had, it's a non, non-stop quest for tone. You're looking for the best tone, the best feeling, the best inflection. You're, you're looking for moods and, and you're looking for ways of not only moving yourself, but it when it's properly translated, it can move everybody else. And, you know, that's just a plus when people really enjoy your music. I mean, there's there's nothing better uh, to me than that. I mean, that's just a bonus. But if I like it, great. Somebody else likes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now you've been a longtime resident of Texas, living mostly mm-hmm. there in San Antonio. And while there, you've really had an opportunity to play with some of these modern jazz greats. Uh, tell me about about playing with some of those guys. Um, sure. I, I've played with, uh, among the great cats here in um, San Antonio, there are a lot of great musicians here uh, in the South Texas area, San Antonio, you know, Houston, Dallas, I mean, and all outlying areas. Um, just wonderful musicians. Um, there's a number of jazz artists that I kind of, uh, have gotten to know over the years, uh, and, and played with, um, some of them. Um, Peter White is one of them. He is, he's from the UK and he actually lives out in LA and, uh, he's really great with the smooth jazz world, uh, fantastic player and really, really nice guy and, uh, consider him a really nice friend. He um, has. He actually really showed me a lot as far as mood and progression, and you know, really what not to play. Sometimes you know you have a lot of players who hone their craft at home. You do all kinds of technique. You do all kinds of um, uh, a practice, but you know when it's time to go to rehearsal, that's not a time to practice, and it's not a time to flex your muscles. It's time to let this song shine. And that's something that he's a master at. And I've, I've gotten to play with him many times, uh, different festivals, different uh, club dates. Um, you know, we got to hang out over at his house and he's he's been over here as well. Um, played with him. Uh, let's see. Also, I opened for uh, with my band called Double Play that I uh, used to go through. Um, Double Play, we performed... Um, for Acoustic Alchemy, we we opened for a show in San Antonio here for them. Uh, they're also a UK band, fantastic players, really really nice guys too. Um, uh, I also opened up for Struns and Farah with my band Double Play, um, and uh, more recently I also uh, shared the stage as I was a musical director for not only for Peter but also for for Jackim Joyner, fantastic saxophone player. Um, and he, uh, he played over here in San Antonio for an event, uh, called Jazz Alive. It's an annual event that's held here. Um, and a lot of great players have played here anywhere from, you know, George Benson to Spyro Gyra to, you know, uh, Jakeem, uh, and so many other players, just, uh, a, a trove, a treasure trove of jazz greats here in San Antonio. It's a really great uh, thing that put out by the city of San Antonio, and I've had the pleasure of being 
uh, and performing on uh, on all the stages there. And uh, but I really like performing on the big stage. <laughs> oh yeah, I can imagine. Well, yeah, and that's nice. In addition to his live performing, uh, you were talking mm-hmm. earlier about uh, doing a lot of recording and production in mm-hmm. your studio. Uh, tell me, uh, what uh, w- what do you do there in your in your studio? Well, I've got a uh, music studio here. It's a it's more of a project studio uh, since I I take care of a lot of production music for myself because uh, I what I do is uh, a lot of music production cues for film and TV projects, and so I'm the principal recording artist for. Um, well, my studio is Doc Records, and my uh, publishing company is Rat Chair Music Publishing. And the stuff that I do there is multi-genre. Um, and again, it's based off of for a huge variety of genres, anywhere from um, pop, rock, cinematic, soundtrack, uh, hip-hop, electronic, uh, anything really that's trending and current, even uh, dubstep, indie folk, things like that. Um and so what I do is I uh, I create a lot of music. I'm constantly composing um, and distributing those uh, songs out to different publishing companies also besides mine. And uh, they use those in different uh, TV shows like you had mentioned earlier. Um, they did use it for uh, different uh, film trailers or webcast or uh, corporate uh corporate videos, things like that. And in addition to that, I also record individual artists, uh, singer-songwriters who come in, uh, duos, trios, and and I've recorded uh, large bands, small bands, and you name it, anywhere in between. People do uh, vocal uh, voiceovers. People are doing stuff for film. And so, you know, it, it, the word has gotten around to where, you know, it's a nice little studio to, and it, it suits my needs perfectly. Sounds really, uh, really fun. Um, mm-hmm. so you mentioned before a couple of different musical styles, uh, that you play, but that's just really the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I mean, as far as you mean, live, live work. Well, both live and what you record in the studio, um, oh, you mentioned oh. a lot of different, uh, genres, Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, uh, I like to produce musical cues that are, you know, and when I say musical cues, it's like this, uh, when a person is just flipping their TV on and going from channel to channel, there's music there. You constantly hear music on so many different levels. And a lot of times it may be, you know, subconscious is so minute and it's in the background, but it, it, it provides a push and a mood for, um, for a segment or for a video or for, you know, uh, an ad and, uh, music supervisors are tasked with getting that type of music, um, from, from people like myself, you know, people who are behind the scenes, you know, you never see us, but you hear it all over the, um, TV stations and stuff. And so that requires having a, a large, vocabulary of music you know and it's anywhere between uh you know and i again i really like instrumental music and so i i uh, create urban um soundscapes uh smooth jazz world beat uh, anywhere from ambient and dub chill you name it country all kinds of stuff and 
What yeah. kind of uh, music projects are you are you currently working on producing? You know, actually, right now, um, I'm trying to finish up doing some mastering on a a blues album, uh, a blues trio called Nightcats, um, and uh, it's a it's a nice album full of cool classic blues stuff. Um, lately, what I've been doing uh, for the past actually past couple of years, I've been working on um, my own ambient spa style music stuff that people would use for relaxing for uh you know just chilling out people who maybe be uh, you know at a spa you know you can imagine being at a spa resort and getting a nice massage and really chilled out relaxing music in the background well some of the stuff that i've been working on it provides a a really nice sound ambient textures uh, that people could listen to and relax to. And not only that, it also has, as my website brings out, um, some really neat uh, undercurrents that help people to do exactly that, relax and, and chill out. And so, you know, more information about that could be found there. And, and, and that's something that's really, really um, interesting to me because I love music that just relaxes you. Well, I think, I think we all can say the same, that uh, we want music to be enjoyable. And was, was something that really is going to make us feel good about listening to it. Yeah. You know, of course, I could make the most annoying sound in the world right now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, kidding. you know, uh, well, you know, when we, when we think about, I think about music, I want something that I'm going to enjoy that's going to make me feel good about listening to it. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, it's and harder and harder these days to find music that makes you feel good. You know what? That's uh, one of the reasons why I also kind of gravitated towards um, live playing a lot of smooth jazz because you know, while a lot of jazz purists out there would, uh, you know, kick that down like, oh, that's not jazz because it's not, you know, bebop or it's not straight ahead or it's not swing or things like that. You know, it's it's all about um, have, having good vibes and feeling good, creating these happy little currents for people to to um, to relate to, you know, and, and we all relate to music in one way or another. And it's going to move you. And if it's not moving you. You got to check your pulse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, tell tell our listeners the story you told me about uh, performing for a private wedding that uh, that had a few celebrities involved. Oh, um, I did. a I did a um, one wedding where I, uh, I I got hired to play some uh, classical guitar, um, solo classical guitar for a wedding. And it turns out that um, when I got to the gig, which was, hmm, I'm not exactly sure how far Kerrville is from San Antonio, but uh, almost an hour away, I guess. Anyway, when I got to the the ranch, it was at, held at a private ranch, I got to the gate. And from the time that it took to get from the gate to where I was going to play, which was right off of a beautiful cliff setting with all these exotic game everywhere, uh, and beautiful waterfall, this huge area. It took me 10 minutes of driving just to get from point A to point B, you know, before setting up. So when I finally get there, the, uh, the lady who was going to be getting married, or she was one of the Hearst family, the very famous family. And anyway, she was getting remarried and, 
And so she wanted to consult with me to find, figure out what I was going to play because I didn't know what I was going to play. I, I thought she wanted something like traditional. So she says, uh, play something for me. And so I started playing something you know, classical. She said, no, no, I've heard that before. I played something else. No, I've heard that before. Play something totally different I haven't heard before. And so I just what came to mind was kind of this nouveau flamenco, really easy listening song called Morning Arrival from an artist named Otmar Liebert. Great, great uh, artist who uh, is in New Mexico right now, and he, he does some great work. Anyway, I played one of his songs. She said, that's it. I want to hear that song. So I said, great. Well, that's that song. Well, what else do you want to hear? And um, she says, play me something else, something totally different, something not traditional, something that nobody would know. And so the only thing that I could think of was Led Zeppelin. That was on my mind. So I, I played a song. <laughs> yeah, it was a song called uh, Thank You. A beautiful song. One of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. And anyway, she said, that's it. That's what I want. That's exactly right. And she like, you know, was like stormed off and, okay, I got to get ready. And so she gets ready. She does her, she does, you know, they, they do the wedding and all that stuff. And everybody's taking off. And, you know, out in the audience, if that's not enough uh, pressure, you know, on the Hearst family, there was a whole bunch of limos there, a whole bunch of celebrities. I, it, just just like a few feet away from me was uh, Oprah, uh, let's see, Dan Rather, you know, from CBS News, uh, uh, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, just and so many other people there that were just like, and they're all looking at me. Well, what are you going to play? And so you know, <laughs> I did this music. And anyway, to make a long story short, after I finished, uh, one of the family members, one of the younger guys, he he uh, stayed around for a little bit. And he, he looked at me and he shook his head up and down like, yeah, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I was like, that's right. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. It, it was a, it was a great great deal. Still waiting to get paid on that, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, uh, that's a that's a funny story. And uh, by the way, it's just been a pleasure having you on the show this week. And I want to thank you uh, so much for being on the show, Matthew. I want to thank you, and and you've got a great show, Voices of Texas, and really wish you the best. And and I know it's going to go far. Well, Stephen Doctor's music can be heard all over television and movies, but you can catch his latest work over at labellamusic.com, so be sure to visit his site. And if you're enjoying Voices of Texas, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe, and please leave me a review there also. Don't forget you can support the show over at patreon.com slash Voices of Texas, and you can join us, of course, on Facebook and Twitter also. I'll see you next time on Voices of Texas. Opinions of guests, co-hosts, and others appearing on this podcast are not necessarily the views of its host, producer, or affiliates. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or retransmitted in any way over any medium without express written consent of the producer. 